One. Okay. Hey, now we are in episode crap. I was about to. No, I think it's third. Third. My voice has changed when I did that. Puberty. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's episode. Hold on. Now I have to look. Nothing like being prepared. <laughs> We're on episode twelve. <laughs> I told you once we got off with two hands, we'd be lost. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, this is episode twelve. Hi, welcome to episode twelve of Eat, Drink, and Be Scary. Uh, we're here with our hosts, Ryan Straub, Thomas Bledsoe, and I'm Bill Doty. And uh, this week we do not have um, Tanya Blodell. She's uh, on assignment, actually. Really, I mean, she's on vacation, but she's going to be doing her own very, her very own podcast all by herself out there. I'm very excited to listen to it. Yeah, it'll be exciting. And yeah. listen, and uh, how upset she's going to be when she hears this one, how much we badmouth her. <laughs> Being gone. Uh, this episode, if it's the uh, first time you've ever listened to the um, podcast, we find things, kind of paranormal stuff, and talk about it. And it's not scary. We shouldn't, we say eat, drink, and be scary, but really it's not scary. It it's, probably was the original people who experienced whatever they're going through. That's true. scary. Yeah. Or, <laughs> but this is funny. This is it's fun. We have fun doing it. So this week we're going to be talking about uh, because it's Father's Day, and essentially fifty years ago today there was a uh, a young boy, and I guess you, you know people say it's a it's a disappearance really is what it is. But yeah. anyway, uh, it's a story of Dennis Martin, who was a young lad. He was a six year old boy in uh, the Smoky Mountains who went disappear. He disappeared, and there's a lot of weird things about it. Um, and I guess quickly we'll just uh, we'll just tell the story if anybody's never heard it before. Uh, but it, uh, again, it's um, the Martin family, and uh, there was a, a group of men that were doing a manly adventure, and it was Dennis Martin, who was a six-year-old, and his father, and Dennis's grandfather, and there was also a nine-year-old son. There were a couple other kids, I think, right? Well, to- totally there was four in their oh, okay. family. And uh, they went, it was June 14th, 1969, and uh, so yeah, 50 years ago. And they um, they went to the Smoky Mountains, and they were actually they were in an area called uh, Spence Field, which is kind of on the Tennessee side of the border, and the other side being North Carolina. And they got there, uh, and they were playing, just doing normal stuff, and as kids as kids do. And they were in this wooded area, or this kind of clear area, and there was a bunch of trees. There's the kids were playing in the tree line, and oddly enough, another family came up, and it was the uh, also called the Martin family, and they were all playing around and. I think there was like seven of them, but there was four boys all running around, and they were playing hide and seek, and the son was hiding in a, the bushes, and he never came out, never came out of the bushes, never, they never found him, and uh, the dad immediately knew something was wrong, he was like Mex- uh, ex-military or something, and he went chasing, he ran like two miles down this path trying to find him, basically as far as like he thought a boy could run in that amount of time. And it was like, like five or seven minutes or something? Yeah, yeah. No, he I just, think three minutes is what I heard uh, from um, the, one of the original people who investigated the. Okay, three minutes is all that it took. So, realistically, he ran a three-minute, two-minute mile, or two, <laughs> two, mile. two mile. He ran a three-minute. No, yeah, he ran a mile and a half minute. No, Six-year-old what Olympian. <laughs> what he's saying is that before how long before they started looking for the boy? Was it like seven minutes? Five? No, seven minutes? I, well, I don't know. I was under the impression that he immediately knew something was wrong when the kid came out. Didn't come out of the bush. Mm. Yeah, because I think they were all supposed to scare him. From, from what I my reading was that there were the four boys and three of them were a little older and he's a little younger. But 
So they all go to one side, and he kind of goes the opposite direction, and they're all going to jump out at the same time and scare the adults. And the three boys jump out, and he doesn't. Well, they also, what I read, that the three older boys were all together, and he they told him to stay a little farther back and go a different direction because he's wearing a bright red shirt. Right. And they didn't want the adults to see him. He's in a red T-shirt. I mean, they're going to see you. Yeah, which is another interesting thing for him to be missing in a bright red shirt because that's the first color that your eye naturally picks up especially in the forest right and if you're a bull yeah yeah that's very true bugs bunny taught me that so he so so he goes missing uh and then on a side story which i guess is just another part of the story seven miles away there was a family called the key family i don't know if you guys read anything on this Mm -hmm. uh they had gone up to a ranger and they said hey where can we go see a bear and uh they said ranger says go this direction you'll find some bear they go walking for a while, and I, this would have been. It was like two hours later after the miss after uh, Dennis had gone missing. Um, they thought they well first they hear a blood curdling scream. They just hear this horrible, the most horrific scream they had ever heard is how they described it. I can't remember the words they described it. They said it was terrible, but then they went ahead and thought they saw a bear. And they saw, but the words that they used, it was uh, rough and shaggy, and it could have been a man. And it was trying to hide from them. And as they see it, they said, hey, look, there's a bear. And they look for a little bit, and they're like, no, that's a kind of rough and shaggy guy. And um, and he was like carrying something on his shoulder, right? They said he had a bag, but he was hiding from them. He was trying to not be seen. Hmm. So when, the, but they said it looked like that, uh, but he was clearly hiding. And... Uh, you know, they didn't think much about it because they hadn't even seen. And right after that, it just started raining. So so they left. They're like, see ya. And they went back to their campsite, wherever they were at. So what's interesting, um, it says a park ranger was previously attacked in that same park by a wild mountain man. Which is the other part. that Yeah, which is one of the things I want to talk about, which is they, they're pretty feral people that, that they say live. I think they just guess. Are there people, do they know? The people that are like these communities, these people that just live there? I, I mean, know. are we talking about like a Tennessee-specific area kind of thing? Well, they're off the Appalachian Trail in that area. I mean, let's just say it's Bigfoot, so we're not offending anybody. True. <laughs> well, because there are some other theories. I, I actually, I pulled, I have a theory. What's your theory? That, well, I don't want to go into it now. Oh, okay. Because, um, because this is a theory that nobody has talked about. Ooh, brand new theory. It's it a is. brand new theory. And it'll be very interesting that if we talk about it. But anyhow, um, so so that you think, well, that's weird um, that this little boy turned up missing in the Smoky Mountains, and uh, like immediately he was gone, and nobody could find him. Super Dad couldn't even find him; he was running as fast as he could. Well, it gets weirder. Um, so first, the you know they they call the police, they call the the Rangers, and the Rangers get together, and not only do the Rangers then get together. Uh, the FBI gets involved, and the Green Beret too. Right? Well, the gri- then yeah, green, the Green Beret. So now it's the police, the Rangers, the Green Beret, and the um, uh, the, F- the FBI. Did I say them all? FBI Rangers, the FBI cops, were there, yeah. and they they all go looking. So one thing that's weird to me is why would you call the Green Beret? Aren't they? Don't they fight? Bad guys, they're not search and rescue. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You can't just call them and have them respond. So they're on order. And their order has to come from, I think, at least a one-star general to respond to something like that. So They were armed, too, right? Yeah. 
Which is another strange thing, because typically when you're doing search and rescue, you're not going to show up armed. Right? Bigfoot. So the case got a lot of notoriety during that time. It was all over the news. The Key family finds out about this, and they said, holy shit, we were there. Like, we may have stuff. So they call up the rangers, and they said, hey, we saw a really shaggy guy with something on his back in this one spot. Why don't you meet us there, and we'll show you where. And the ranger said, nah, just come to our office and tell us about it. Oh, well, that seems really weird. Let me show you the scene of the crime. Nah, just come and give us your report. So, search and rescue, everybody comes in, they try and find it. They scour the forest. Not only do they not find him, they don't even find bones, clues, anything. They don't find anything that, that would say, with any, any help to solve this case. Uh, and it, there was a lot of weird things from there too, but since then it's just never been solved. Well, they, I did see something that said a few years later, a person that was hunting for ginseng found scattered bones um, of a small child in Big Hollow, Tremont, but he didn't say anything in 1985 because he was worried that they were going to blame it on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing is they, no, they couldn't find the bones though after that. He right. couldn't. So he said he saw them. But then he couldn't find them again. Yeah, because yeah, then you're going to hide them because you're worried they're going to blame it on you. And they're going to bury them because you're worried they're going to blame it on you. Well, that would be the thing. Is like, if you told me, if I said, "Hey, look, I just found some bones," I'm not going to expect. I'm not going to suspect it's you. But if you told me 15 years later, "Hey, I found some bones," I'm like, "Oh crap, you killed someone." Well, right. I mean, you're saying this guy stumbled upon him in 1985. That's 16 no. years. No, he didn't say anything until 1985. He so, found them a couple years later. A couple years later, so he, they could have still been decomposing. So, before we go on a little further, I think we had to talk about what we're drinking. And what we're eating, and yeah. what the reason why. Uh, and Tom and Ryan picked this stuff up, and I'm pretty uh, pretty excited about it. What are, what are we drinking, Tom? Oh, we're at uh, Ten Barrel Brewing Company's Trail Beer Northwest Pale Ale to celebrate getting lost in the woods. I guess it's Trail Beer, <laughs> and it's it's good. Well, it's really nice because I like craft beers, and Ten Barrels is right down the street from here. Uh, but what would you bring to eat? Cliff bars. <laughs> What else? <laughs> Not just Cliff Bars. We bought Z Bar, which is the child Cliff Bar. It's <laughs> um, so morbidly awesome. I noticed nobody has eaten that one yet. I ate my Cliff Bar. But... Oh, I'm allergic to chocolate, so if you want, oh. you can have what's it. ridiculous is it costs the same amount. And it's exactly half the weight. Why is that? Why does it cost the same amount? I don't know. It's a ripoff. So it's made for kids, though. Yeah, that's what it says. It says it's a kid's Cliff Bar. Well, if uh, if Dennis ate one. Maybe he would still be. Well, he does. He does look like he's running from something. Yeah, and they're weird looking. That <laughs> one has weird. like a. Oh, maybe she's bent over, like, skateboarding. I don't know. Looked like a specter, and that's definitely spectral. Look at that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I see all them woods. Yeah. So that could have been. There could be a clue in that Z bar. Next time you look at a Z bar, uh, you see one. Take a look at it. Mm-hmm. So, there was a lot of. Th- this is the one thing that with all the uh, police departments and officials looking at everything. It, everything I read makes it sound like everybody had an agenda. Meaning... But it was a separate agenda. A separate agenda. Everybody had their own thing they were trying <laughs> to do. Sounds like the government. Because nobody worked together. Nobody uh, said, hey, chewy. do you want to know what I want to know? And even they didn't want to work with uh, the media. And this is really interesting, too, because the media didn't even do their job because they didn't want to look like fools. So when people said there was a feral man with a with a backpack or a, ba- a bag over his shoulder, they didn't report it. 
when asking them why, why didn't you report it? They said, "Ah, oh, we would look like National Geographic or National Enquirer, National Geographic, National Enquirer, uh, Enquirer." There, I got the words out. Uh, that they thought they would nobody would take them seriously. They look like some so, so, sort of tabloid. But now they talk. They even said that they found a child's footprint and some of the clothes. But the the people who were investigating were like, "Oh, it couldn't be him." Well, the problem with that is um, the one of the people that they called in in a news flick that I saw because this is pretty close to the 50th anniversary of this. So they talked to the person who does a lot of the finding of uh, the people out there in the Appalachian Mountains. And he's retired, but he was saying that the next day they had Boy Scout troops out looking for him that were out in the area anyway. So there were literals of like little kid footprints that would have been about that same size. Oh, see, no, I didn't read that. Yeah, to me that sounds like a little wag the dogish. No, I mean like, but this is the thing. So because of this case, they talk about all of the different theories that could have happened, but the things that were like because of this case is they completely redid everything about how they search for people in the woods um everything about how they gather information and look for clues when people go disappearing and how they're not going to just accept everybody just go trample on all the clues you get because that's essentially what they did yeah because that seems like to me if they you're adding more false evidence rather than finding what could be actually out well you're just burying your evidence so much that there's no way to find it and not not even including the fact that there was a huge storm right after he went disappearing that poured like two and a half inches of rain so i mean that would have wiped out half of the clues you would have had anyway of where he would have went and footprints and anything like that well, did they bring, like, dogs or anything out to try to catch, find a scent or anything? Right, yeah, but, I mean, that's kind of the problem there. It's like two and a half inches of rain in a storm that was blowing so hard that, the, you know, if somebody's yelling for you, you're not going to be able to hear some of that when it's going... Yeah. Well, it's just interesting. Now, usually those the tracking dogs, like the bloodhounds, they're made to do it in any type of weather terrain. Sure. So did they not bring them out, or did they just not find anything? Hmm... Do you know? To what, to what part? Did they bring out any dogs to try to I don't know about it? the dogs. I didn't read anything about the dogs. Okay. We're, we're, I, I know this sounds stupid, but were we doing, with dogs 50 years ago, were we doing much work with trained oh, dogs? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, absolutely. During that same time, I think there had been people who had, uh, somebody had been missing in Vietnam for like a week, and we found them with dogs. I mean, yeah. Dogs are the way we find people. They've been doing that since, I don't know, probably since way dogs. before the 30s, yeah. Since dogs. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I know that. I mean, there's like it was like a sixty square mile area, and they searched. They offered like a five thousand dollar reward, which then was was, a know, lot of money. was about eighty billion dollars. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know the math. I'm not a mathologist, but it's, I got to think that <laughs> it's like thirty thousand dollars in 2018. Well, still, I mean, that's yeah. And they were going out, and uh, yeah, everybody kind of did their own thing. And it's did they talk? Did they find any of these feral? communities did they talk to any of those people did i don't they... even know if they found any and they were also saying one of the things could have been he was carried off by like a feral pig or a bear but they never found any tracks right, of right, that right. either well they would have found that they wouldn't have been able to eat the bone uh but for two weeks they searched for two weeks and at one point there were 71 green bray which by the way i didn't even know there were 71 green bray ever they always make it sound like it's an elite group of like five guys True. but there were 71 uh well, they were they were like in they were living in the mountains during this time. Like the Greenberry were there. They were like eating rattlesnakes and going crazy. Like it's not like they went to work and searched for five, for eight hours. They were living in this area trying to find him. I mean, there were way more than that. I mean, so here I'm just looking up a 50 year coverage of this, and it's talking about the day he goes missing. There's just a few people looking, 
Um, June 15th, there's, uh, they just notified people coming, and by day two, there's 240 people searching. By day three, there's 300 people and two bloodhounds, so there's the dogs. Um, by day five, there's 700 people. By day seven, they've got an additional 200 Army National Guardsmen called in to help. So, I mean, this thing is just blowing up daily. The FBI get involved in day 11. Uh, the White House get involved in day 14. So, so the, the lead, president. The lead FBI investigator on the case, Agent Jim Reich, apparently committed suicide for unknown reasons after this case. It was years after. It was many, many years after. But he also was, I mean, come on, that's got to be tough. You were, you were a cop, you know. like yeah. <laughs> It's got to be tough. Yeah. doing that you know it's well it does i'm just saying that there's but he did he did kill himself and the father didn't talk about it for years his father didn't talk to anyone dennis martin's father didn't talk to anybody about this case for years he was so the the two parts that it were so hard for him obviously he lost his son but there were so many things that was left out of the case that he didn't find out till later really? number one he found when he found out that all oh, everything that the key family said and he said, well, why didn't anybody tell me that? And they said, well, we didn't know if we believed it or not about seeing the feral man with the bag and hearing the scream and everything. That's, I mean, that's a dense part of the woods. There's no, It is, it's but I also feel like that's and, shoddy investigative techniques. Like, a kid's missing. You have someone says, hey, we heard something in this area, and you just decide, no, that's not true. We'll just not check it out. Yeah, if he did succumb to the elements or anything like that, I mean, he would have... Yeah, but they would have found him. Seriously, fourteen hundred people going this. Uh, what? How many uh, miles? Two miles of area. You're talking about fourteen hundred people canvassing this. So even if there are these like, you know, groups of people that are out there, how come they're not finding them? I have not. Yeah, nobody saw it. I mean, I get that you're not finding anything, but you're not even talking about like these groups of people that Bill are talking about. Well, could they have been nomadic? I don't. I don't know. I don't live in Tennessee in the Appalachians. I've met some people. Well, Bigfoot. Big it also said that the kid was enrolled in a special education school, probably for some sort of learning disability. Why is that always the case? Why is that well, always? That's what I'm I've... saying. Like that didn't mean anything. Like to me, they brought that up. Like it could have hindered him in some way. But if he's a victim of whatever is happening, that wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, it's just I feel like in the time frame, any kid wouldn't be able to go. I mean, I've seen my kids fall down running down the hallway, right? I'm pretty sure that this kid is not going to be able to travel two miles by himself in less than five minutes, like you said. We went when I was a kid. We went to uh, Big Bear. God, I must have been six. I was the uh, middle child of five. We were all like a year apart, and um, my family. Somehow, apparently, I've just never had a good sense of direction. I don't know, and my. We ran across this little bridge, and my shoe, I dropped it. Uh, it was like a little rock bridge. Um, and my shoe fell, so I was freaking out, and I couldn't... They just all left without me, so I went and got my shoe, and I got lost. I didn't know I was going to go back. And for three hours, I was gone. And I lost, trying to find. Later on, I found out I was like 100 yards from the camp, just doing circles. But I didn't know where I was going... I was scared. I thought I was going to... I really just inches into this thing thought, well, now I live in the woods because I'm never going to find my family and this is going to be the rest of my life now. But I I remember thinking, I'm lost forever and I didn't know which way to go. How quickly I got turned around. Maybe I was a little slow. I don't know. But I could see like that little kid, like just... Dennis just like 
for a second getting lost. Maybe they had him hide behind a bush and he... Although, I guess he was on a, on a tree line. I don't know. Speaking of which, throw me that kid's bar. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to see what say. it is. I mean, that, but that's the thing. Straight up cognition on a six-year-old, even an advanced six-year-old, you're still just six. I mean, you're out in the woods. I think I'd be doing the same thing Bill's doing and just kind of like, you know, trying to make the best of the situation. And, I and saw I, the Jungle Book. I cried. By the way, I was crying the whole time. I was like screaming, I'm lost. I was just and finally this. Finally, somebody <laughs> finds me. And I wasn't. It turns out we were like really close. Okay, so, the, yeah. so uh, they were just watching you from the tent, going, that, yeah. "Oh God, that Bill. bastard!" Just, I'm, I'm just doing circles around the tent. I keep walking into the car. And they're like, "Is he not figuring this out yet?" Okay, so I want to talk about this kids bar for the Z bar. Yeah. You're right. This little kid looks like he's. Wait a minute. So you had one of those other cliff bars over there. It's Wait like half a the minute. Size. What is it? Is it like he's a regular- roller skating in the woods after this kid's doing? Well, yeah, he's skateboarding. But those people behind him, they almost look like ghosts. <laughs> there's a little, he's being chased this kid's being chased in the woods on a skateboard though it's like hey we're gonna go camping little billy please don't bring your skateboard mom i got a clip bar all right <laughs> so it's got weird lines on it it's very it doesn't it's a little flaccid it is stroke it a bit and i'm gonna take a bite hmm well it says bigger chunk of chocolate chips i think it's the only difference yeah are you feeling energized? I don't know. I, th- I think I could outrun a Bigfoot right now. <laughs> or so, a, f- a feral individual. This is a unique case. I mean, it's just interesting. He goes completely disappearing. They go looking for him. There's nothing that shows any direction he may have wandered off. There's no broken twigs. There's no footprints right away. I mean, three minutes in. Obviously, a couple hours in, it all gets washed away anyway. There was but, like three three inches of rain. Right. Like right yeah, it, it's just torrential. So... I mean, what are you going to do at that point? Yeah, I, so all they do is just start like accepting all these volunteers and just telling them, hey, go out and look for him, and then if you see him, let us know, and then signal the helicopter, and we'll go get him. That's pretty much it. That's all the information they got. Well, I understand the whole strength and numbers thing, but, I mean, you're going to contaminate your crime scene, or your scene, not necessarily a crime scene, right? Any evidence that could be there is easily over overlooked because you could be stepping on it, you could be not paying attention, you know? I don't know. I just feel like there's something more going on. Well, the majority of these volunteers are not trained whatsoever. There's good-hearted people showing up. Ryan, what's your theory? Hopes and prayers. Why why do we not find Bigfoot bones? They bury them. Okay, so if it was a Bigfoot, Bigfoot would have buried them. Because they know, out of courtesy, hey, we ate your son, but we're going to bury him because we're nice. Yeah, of course. Now, let me go into my little theory here. You ready? Yep. You ever heard of Spearfinger? No. No. Ooh. Spearfinger is a witch that lives in the Smoky Mountains. Do you want to know why she's called that? Her fingers are sharp? She has a spear finger. That's why. She like has a, a spear finger. It's okay. a finger with a spear. Even if you look at pictures, it's just like a really pointy finger. It would be like a dagger it's kind of creepy. finger. Because like a spear makes like a, me think like a six foot long finger. Right, like a dirk finger. It's pretty long from, what I, from what I understand <laughs> and the... the uh, Police sketches, whatever, they're Native American sketches, but I'm sure there were Indian cops, probably. And um, Spearfinger was a, uh, was a witch who, uh, she snatched children. To do what with them? I don't know. I don't know what a witch would do. Why does anybody snatch a child? Unless you're like, you run a coal mine and you have little caves. That's a good reason. If they're fat like Hansel, you eat them. That's true. Yeah. So... I think it was Spearfinger. But did you know there's only one way to stop Spearfinger? Spearfinger has a nemesis. Do you want to know who it is? 
Ratchet Thumb? No. Blunt Foot? <laughs> Stone Man. What? That's his name, Stone Man. Okay. Google Google this. Get on the get on the Google and look for Spearfinger, and you're gonna find. And okay, you're gonna I'm think gonna it was Spearfinger. Spear Finger, it's a witch. And wait, there's more. You're okay. gonna say, well, wait a minute, Bill. It's supposed to be some feral looking. There's a movie. Oh, is there? Oh. What's it? Read the read the synopsis of the, okay. of the movie. But let me. I'll tell you. Well, let me tell you this real quick. Spearfinger. Okay. She can turn into animals, but only three animals. Do you want to know what the three animals are? A bear. A bear. Yes. Thank you. Ding ding ding. ding. Um, and then a, and a fox and a bird. Okay. A bear, huh? Spearfinger. I think it was Spearfinger. If only Stone Man was there. Where was Stone Man? I don't know. I I, I didn't research Stone Man. I just thought that's a stupid name because that now I know he's made of stone. That's his thing. So is he like a guardian? Or no, he... apparently like Stone Man and Spearfinger walk by each other and give each other bad vibes. That's their that's their thing. If they ever walk by each other by a river in a forest, they will feel the other's bad vibes. Like, oh, that's your superpower. You. You give me a migraine. That makes you, give you a me nemesis. Like, I don't know. I have lots of nemesis. Yeah, <laughs> nemesis. How do you say that? <laughs> Every time I walk by a meter maid, I just like oh, at the glare. Son of a... <laughs> All right. Uh, so read me the uh, the. Well, hold on. I want to. Oh wait. I want to know her powers. Besides having a spear for a finger, which is a pretty good, pretty good power. Yeah. It. She shapeshifts into family members of her child victims. Oh, she could turn oh, into the kid. Well, that's misleading. Once she makes herself a part of the victim's world, she lacks the ability to change her form while still in anyone else's sight. Usually, she appears as a form of a harmless old lady, except for the giant spear <laughs> Don't mind this. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing a doctor for it. <laughs> <laughs> Since she is made from stone, arrows cannot pierce her skin. They shatter when they hit her. Also, she can pick up boulders effortlessly, stack them, break them, and morph them together. That actually sounds like a good skill, though. Like, if you're building a retaining wall, you would want to call... Spearfinger? Spear yeah, because she could stack... I could pick up rocks and stack them. Yeah. That's really nice. That's Spear helpful, finger too. masonry. Yeah. And if kids come by here, could you just kill them and eat them? That'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> well, okay, so that f- that fits into another type of paranormal legend called a calling ghost, where they mimic... Your family, oh, yeah. or, or like, yeah, voices that are recognizable to you, mm-hmm. right? And then they call to you, and they lure you in. Holy crap! Listen to this. Another stone legend on the mountains is called the Stone Man. That's what I was saying. Stone when Man. Stone Man and yeah. Spearfinger pass each other. They sense their relation. Cherokee legend says a stone brings. Oh, the stone beans know that they are enemies because they hunt the same food. Can anyone guess what that is? Well, I'm gonna say uh, baby boys. Livers. Which, oh, that's right. Yes, which it is hum, human livers. They that's right. I did read that part. They both enjoy human livers. So instead of needing to lift stones to build, Stone Man possesses stronger powers than Spearfinger, and simply uses his staff to create bridges or or, or mountains. So take that, Spearfinger. So th- he's got a good skill too. Listen, I, after I build that retaining wall, can you get Stone Man over here because I need a little bridge right over here? And he's like, I got this. No, you, you don't want you to just hire pay him, stone man guy. Then you just that pay him in livers. Jerk. You just pay yeah. him in livers. So apparently she mimics the the person that the, wants to draw this kid into the into the nowhere. And then lulls them to sleep and then eats their liver while they're sleeping. Tend to lull somebody to sleep. She rubs their head. Oh. Yeah, but I think that they would have found like you know, <laughs> With your spear the rest finger? of Ow. the kid. Ow, ow, stop rubbing my, my head. Ow, you're hurting me. <laughs> I'll just use my other hand. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. 
So that's so that was my theory. I think it could have been Spearfinger because Spearfinger, who who there are people that claim they've seen. I know she's a Native American story, but still, it could have been Spearfinger. Yeah, don't discount the Native American <clears throat> stories. They're some of the most interesting. Yeah, in that area by itself is strange, but I mean, this person, this boy that was lost, and I mean, they were just in that area, right? They were just in what, what was the name of the creek that they were by this. Uh, they were by, it was, hold on, uh, I've got it, it's something creek, search for the R. Uh, oh, I just had it, hold on. I mean, because, uh, they were by Rowan's Creek. They were at Rowan's Creek. Yeah, and they they said that there's no way that he could have got back there in that short amount of time. Well, he was seven miles away, but it was, they saw him two hours after. You're saying who could have got away? That little boy. The little boy, that, the thing with the, the scream and the feral thing with the bag. Yeah. That was like six miles away, wasn't it? It was seven miles away but it was two hours later and as you've pointed out tom some people can run a one and a half minute mile yes <laughs> i mean i can if you guys can't you guys better get on it oh i can run like a 14 <laughs> minute half mile <laughs> 14 and a half mile uh i'm gonna look up the average running speed of a kid of a kid of a of a, of a youth because he was six mm-hmm. average running speed of a six-year-old. Six <laughs> well, wait, hold on. Ask it depends. Care professionals, and I bet they would. There's tell different you speeds. Lightning fast. When a when a little kid has something, you try and get it back for them. They're the fat. They're like right, the cheapest fastest speed. ever. When you're trying to get them to get into the car, they actually go backwards in time. Right. That's true. Molasses. They're not the Flash. Well, why not? This is talking Ooh. about push-ups. I don't care. About this skateboard <laughs> looks better than the last. What? Who? Who's got a six-year-old doing push-ups? The government. Yeah, that's true. All right, so with that, it's a it's a really interesting story. I told you my theory. Tom, what's your theory on this one? So I think it's really interesting that he's not the only person to have disappeared in this area of the Appalachian Mountains. There's like three people that have disappeared in the Great Smoky Mountain uh, Park. And one of them was only like seven years after this kid. And they all disappeared in kind of the same way that they all... We're in sight one minute, out of sight the very next minute, where everybody was like, oh, we're going to be able to see him or her right when they, when the next second, and then they don't, and then there's no evidence of anything. So, it's like Thanos. The, the thing that I did notice, though, is they don't only have a reputation for being kind of haunted and spooky, they also have a reputation for a lot of UFO activity. So, if there's going to be something to come up and just make you disappear without any kind of trace, why wouldn't it be that? But, I mean, it's kind of hard to believe because most most of the time, if there's UFO activity, somebody witnesses something or hears something. Well, there's no... It's an unpopulated area, though. Well, here's this kid. His name is Caleb Barnes. And I'm going to say that he's, like, the top of the little kid running speed. Um, <laughs> he set an age group record at the Cambridge Half Marathon in Massachusetts when he finished in one hour... 34 minutes and 44 seconds, a 7, wow. 14 minute or mile. He, he maintained. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 13 huge. miles, isn't it? No, no, no. That has to be the fastest. How old is he? Six? He's nine. That has to be the fastest nine-year-old ever. Yeah. I mean, to do a seven, that to do a seven minute, like crap. to maintain a seven minute mile. For that long. For the, Yeah, is tough. That's it really impressive. Military. When he was four, he ran his first 5K in 33 minutes. Wow. How long ago was that? Um, I don't know. 
Oh, um, March 30th, 2017. Oh, so he just did it. So he's like 11 now. Yeah, and he's down to like four minutes on a mile. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm just making that up. He's no a idea. flash. He will be going backwards in time. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I, I, um, I ran a 400 meter dash in 52 seconds one time, and then I died. And then he hurled all over the oh, place. Oh, I did. I yeah. totally did. I could run a 5.30 just a mile, just a mile in high school. Like right like now? Five, oh, I was oh say. God, no, not now. Are you kidding me? It would take me longer to get to the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's shitty. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I couldn't do that. Um, but but for a little, a little kid to be scared to run straight, you wouldn't just do that. You might run faster if you're scared. Maybe as a slip and slide situation. I mean, like maybe an hour and a half after it just starts dumping rain and... Right down. There. He slides down the mountain. There was so right. much. No, th- this was all over the news at the time. So there was no, there was no chance that a hitchhiker picked him up, and unless I mean he had to have been, he was just well, gone. How? Were yeah, there, there was a chance some hairy ape man picked him up, or some hairy, ugly, weird dude who looked like a bear. Yeah. Generally, generally, anytime there's some ugly, hairy ape dude who looks like a bear in the wilderness, we just assume that it's Bigfoot, right? So how come nobody's ever said that they just think that this is Bigfoot outright? I think they have. Many people have. They're, have they? they? Yeah. They. They. Uh, there's people there that the Smoky Mountains and all over in that area. They're constantly profiting off the fact they go, "Hey, look, there's some Bigfoot stuff here. This is where Bigfoot may have been." They get a lot of tourism from that. I got some fresh Bigfoot scat over here. Well, okay, so the ginseng guy who found the bones, have they not tried any DNA evidence to see who that was? Because literally well, they didn't, this case could have been... They didn't find the bones. Oh, that's right. They, he left He said, I, I saw... Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, like 15 years ago I found bones. Where are they at? I don't know. Why are you just telling us now? I got busy. I've been busy. Maybe he went and got his whole body shaved. Oh. He had to wait and get some laser hair removal off his entire body. Could be. Anyways. I don't know. So I, what's your theory? Spearfinger? I think it was Spearfinger. I think Spearfinger got... Uh, although after she ate the liver, she went to Bigfoot, and then Bigfoot helped her bury the body. Because they're dating or what? I just think Spearfinger and Bigfoot might have some sort of symbiotic relationship where they interact with each other. I mean, they're, there's only a few people out there you can be friends with, and you have to befriend your neighbor, and if Bigfoot's living next door to... You know, there's go, there's a few ghosts out there. There's a couple of little stories of people, you know, things out there. you got to be friends with them. Those are your neighbors. Maybe it's less that Bigfoot is friends with the Spearfinger and more enemies with Stone Man, because the enemy of your enemy is your friend, right? That's true. You know, it could be... If that's your... Really, that's your job. If you're Spearfinger, that's your job. What's your, what do you do for a living? I just live out in the Smoky Mountains, and I murder children and eat their liver. It's That's a job. Yeah. It kind of fell into it. It's not what I went to school for, but I have a spear <laughs> finger. So it's kind of like if you work at a job, and you kind of become friends a little bit with the people you work with, even though if you, you know, socially, outside of work, you don't want to. But if you're working with Bigfoot, hey, Bigfoot, what's your job? Well, I live in the woods, and I do Bigfoot things. and So I think that's why they're just friends, because they, have this, they work in the same area. If, okay... Because you don't ever hear like a Yeti fighting with a Chupacabra. You never hear that. Because they don't live in the same geographic Well, they could. Well, I mean, if they did. the other one's pet. But it's, it's one of those things. Wait, it's like they're just, they that? have a Bigfoot thing. Bigfoot would own a Chupacabra. You think As so? Oh, of course. Because it's a dog? Well, yeah. He I thought it's more goats. of a lizard. Well, that's know. the thing. It eats goats. That's all they know. Yeah. It sucks goats. Ooh, it's yeah. literally translated as goat sucker. Yeah, I know. 
not goat eater. Oh, is that what? Yeah, chupacabra means it's a goat sucker, a sucker of goats. Well, that mm-hmm. takes all the fun name out. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, we're just like, that's, yeah, like, that's common knowledge. Which is, is very close to just saying cocksucker, you know? It is. Kind of the same thing. That's, that's why they called Tom Chupacabra for a long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> so, okay, if Stone Man can wave his stone staff, right? <laughs> And move rocks. Why doesn't he just crush? This is a terrible visual. I why does? Why doesn't he just helicopter spear finger to death? Right. Because she's made out of stone too, right? Except for her finger. Which yeah, is I don't get that. So are they both made of stone? Are they just like different? They have different magnetisms. They can't get. Is it like a sexual tension? They stay on the opposite sides of the river and just look at each other. It's got to be metaphoric for something. They just walk out and they see each other and they just go, <sighs> shake their heads and they go back in. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of you. He's like the stones on that guy. Cherry <laughs> Newman. <laughs> she's usually, uh, she's described as a, uh, a mountain ogress, uh, oh, a woman monster. Why, why, does it have to, why does it have to be a woman monster? Why can't it just be a monster? I don't get that. Because she's female? Because yeah, but why could, they don't say, like, oh, is that a guy monster? That's a little sexist to say woman monster. Well, it, it was 1969. They were free-spirited. And, you know, at the same time when somebody goes, like, oh, I can only eat, I can't eat gluten or I can't do. Like, is she ever really, can, is she just one of those people that she goes, oh, I can only eat human livers. Like, she goes to a party and somebody goes, <laughs> oh, what is that, pineapple? No, I can only eat human livers. Like, oh, can you make it a little harder? It's like when you bring a vegetarian over your house or somebody that can only eat certain foods. Only that, she's Only kind veal of a, liver. You know what I mean? If you tried full grown liver, it's terrible from a person. Veal liver. And you got to do it while they're sleeping so they don't taste sour when you eat them. <laughs> that and, sounds like knowledge. And the thing of it is, is like, I feel bad because the. I mean, sure, she has uh, skin that's a stone. But really, they call her spear finger because of her one finger, and that sucks. But that's it. Like, yeah. they don't. But she has very pretty eyes, or. But, you know, what if, like, she's tall? They don't call her, like, tall girl. It's Spearfinger? Yeah, you went to, like, middle school. Like, they always pick on the stupid thing to name you. Yeah. They're made out of stone, for fuck's sake. Like, there's so <laughs> many other thin, things But her skin is still them. so thin. Oh. Maybe she likes to pick her nose with that Spearfinger. Uh, I think you only do that once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it says here that Spearfinger, can, uh, she has uh, such powers over stone that she can easily lift and carry immense rocks. And could cement them together by merely striking them against each other. Yeah, why she's, she, she could be a mason man and throw them away. Uh, to get over rough country, she um, built a great rock bridge. Um, yeah, there's some nice things. That's practical. She used to range all over the mountains um, above the streams and the dark passes, always hungry and looking for victims. Here's the other thing, though: she's looking for victims, but she's in the. Why didn't she go to like the city? Why don't you? Why don't you go to this where the people are? She'd That's us, like to kind of like there's that Sam Kinison joke when he was talking about uh, showing the Ethiopians and uh, they're always how hungry and he says you want to know why you're hungry because like you're on sand, you know it's going to be here uh, a thousand years ago. Sand, go where the food's at. Wow. Probably not a funny joke because you're making fun of people who are hungry. I feel like Spearfinger and Stone Man were married. And they got a divorce. Ooh, and they're oh yeah, oh, and it's bitter. I've been divorced, so I know they're like it's... you stay on this side of the river. <laughs> this is mine. I lost that. Why don't you ever go to the quarry anymore? I lost that in the divorce. And I feel like Bigfoot may be friends with both of them, and he's just alternating which one gets the kid at that time. Oh, I see what's going on. 
So sometimes an old woman would appear along the trail where women, children, or children were uh, picking strawberries and playing near the village. And she would say to them coaxingly, come my grandchildren, come like granny, play with your hair. That's what she would say. Now I like to have my hair played with. So I get it. I would probably fall for that crap. And then you wake up at a tub and your liver's gone. You're like, oh, spear finger. She's like leaving a sign. Says, call 911. I got funny. it. And really, she's harvesting. You know what this really is? She's just harvesting these and making money. Yeah. I don't if, know. If, she says, uh, some little girl ran up and laid her head on an old woman's lap to be petted and combed. Uh, the old woman would run fingers through the hair until she went to sleep. When she would stab the little one in the heart and the back of the neck with her long finger that she had kept hidden in a robe, she would take out the liver and eat it. Hmm. Well, that's not cool. If she can transform into a bird, why couldn't she just fly into people's houses while they're sleeping? And then, well, like, if you're a bear and just break the door down. Is one liver from a child really that filling? Because there are like three kids over there. There were three of them. But it could, be like, it could be like eating veal where it's just so tender. Yeah, you just it's decadent to have too much. No one's going to want to eat my liver. I'll guarantee you that. It's <laughs> disgusting. My liver's destroyed. But you know, uh, I got to say something. She died. Yeah. I like should. It says... Uh, um, I think she made her own tombstone. Oh, so we, we can't interview her. There was a lucky arrow that struck her where... Oh. Where her finger and her wrist came. She got shot. It's like what? Achilles. She gets shot in the hand, though. It's like Aristes. That should have been her name. So if Achilles... Aristes. It should be Aristes. Aristes, he got... Um, and uh, and then if this bird... It says something about a bird. I don't know. Yeah, if she's like a bird, can you kill her then? Or is she like a stone bird? Does she have it like a... Then does she have like a... Is she spear talon? Like oh. if you're a bear... Are you like spear claw? Because do you, if if I could take one form that didn't have this really weird finger, I'd probably do it. I would just keep that form. Right. I'm a fox. Look at me, I'm a fox. Everybody likes fox. Right. And by the way, it'd probably be just as easy to eat someone's liver if you were a bear. Oh, easy. Yeah. Although the spear finger would probably still be helpful then. Would yeah. it? Oh no! You're not if you're a bear. You're claw. I you're just like the whole point of having the spear finger. It's just so when you get a little kid on your lap, you can kill them. But I could do that with anything. I could have a pen. <laughs> like, why do you have to, like, ah. Uh, just saying Bill's going to be mall Santa this year. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, everybody. I, I can't. I'm not allowed to do I that anymore. I can kill a kid with anything. All right. Ryan, what's your, Ryan, what's your theory on this one? Um, well, I'm still kind of torn with the Green Beret and everybody showing up. I feel like there was something else going on out there. And maybe one of them in a ghillie suit took this kid in order to have a reason to go out there and look for stuff in the mountains. That's true. That would look like a person, like a bear. And you wouldn't be able to see motion very well right away. Right. And the fact that you, they were hiding is because they're like, oh shit, now I don't, you know, now I've been seen. You don't think a Green Beret would have been smart enough to be... To Not hide seen. from a family, though? If they didn't know that they were there. Well, that's, you're supposed to know they're there. You're supposed to be smart like that. Well, if you let's say it's the guy's first day. He's got his it's brand new ghillie suit. <laughs> it's my first day. He's got his brand new ghillie suit, and someone says, go steal this kid <laughs> that you don't know, right? And uh-huh. then go hide him in the woods. You're not going to be like, you're going to be so ideal. You're, you're going to be so mindset on the fact that 
you know, I've got to steal this kid. You're not going to worry about anyone else who's not supposed to be out there. I'm going to get that corner office now. I'm going to get this kid hidden. Frank's going to be so proud of me. <laughs> I think it was the government. I think we've all started that job. Uh, like, nobody trained you on your first day. You walked around like an idiot. You didn't know what you were doing. So I could see that. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how this thing worked. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely think that it was someone in a ghillie suit. <laughs> because, you think about it. If they took the kid... Right, because there's other things that they wanted to see or do out there. They could have literally done anything they want with them, and then led the search party in a different direction, because they're the ones that were probably running the search party. Well, he showed up on like day two or three, I think. Hey, here's here's an idea. Doesn't mean that you can't put someone out there first. That's true. I have an idea for a movie now. You ready? Want to hear it? Yep. Here's the idea for a movie. Uh, It's a town that's about to go bankrupt because nobody travels to it anymore. So they, the town kidnaps <coughs> a child. Mm-hmm. And then, because they know they'll get like 5,000 people all over trying to find it, like, and staying in the hotels and eating their food. And it saves the town. I don't and know. And then Spearfinger comes in <laughs> with her boyfriend, Bigfoot, <laughs> and, and yells at the mayor who's Rockman. <laughs> That's it. That's the name of the movie. I like it. Called Rolling Stones. Oh, that's really good. That's really nice. It's got a rocky good... road <laughs> oh, God, to the to the point <laughs> to the point. Taking it, it's just called taking a stab at it. That's Ooh, what it is. Uh, taking a stab, taking a stab that's at my it. Favorite. Taking a stab at it. Hey, we got to find a way to save this town. Well, let's take a stab at it. And it's spear fingers. And when they and then they kill the kid. And that's the, and it's a comedy though. It's a it's a romantic comedy because the mayor falls in love with this reporter and it's a it's a rom com. Yeah, but they end up killing the kid. Comedy. But they kill the kid. I mean, that's the weird yeah. part. But you get beyond it because it's well, somebody like... <laughs> you, you get know, past the kid killing because well, it's really romantic. Hey, have you ever thought that maybe there is no kid? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, we might have to start this whole podcast over after that now. I mean, think about it. The I mean, I'm... No, I'm not trying to upset anybody here. But <laughs> let's say the father was in the military, right? And he called his Green Beret buddies. <laughs> he was an engineer. I read that he was an engineer. Doesn't mean he can't have friends at Room Bray. It's true. He could contract with the military. I just think that it's interesting that they have no trace of anybody, and these are the people who are supposed to find those types of people. Right? No. I don't know. So to me, it makes more sense that they have something to do with it. I'm not saying the father, but the military themselves have something to do with it. And can be like, oh, we don't see him. He's gone. Let's go back to town. Well, and again, why are they even there? Like, why is the military at that level even there? Because they don't show up. We have tons of missing persons cases. We're in the Northwest. People go missing here all the time. We don't get that kind of level of people looking for them. We only get that kind of level of federal backup if our shit's burning down all over the place. Well, what another thing that's interesting is they had two of the most prolific trackers known to man. The Green Berets and the Boy Scouts. Right? It's like they have no <laughs> qualms for how who they can reach here. So That was like a buffet for like Spearfinger. She sees all these Boy Scouts coming. She's like sharpening up her index finger. Yeah. Ready to... She could have been full though. She could open a restaurant, right? And have like pickle spears on, the, on like the, every plate. Randomly... I hated the name Spearfingers until you said opening up a restaurant, but I would go to a restaurant called Spearfingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which here's a question real quick. If it's 
So uh, it's chicken fingers and finger steaks. And why pickle did, spears. But why don't we keep to the to the continuity of that? Well, french fries are also called fingers, too. <laughs> well, and chips are also called chips. But the thing is, if it's chicken fingers, right? Chicken fingers are around forever. I don't know how many years ago they say in Idaho. They say in a strip club here in Boise. No, finger steaks. Finger steaks were started. Why don't you call them steak fingers? Because don't sit there and say, well, cows don't have fingers. Well, chickens don't have fingers either. I've had this conversation with people, and nobody wants, nobody can give me an answer. Are they they're, shaped like a finger? They're just I chunks mean, of... No, they're, but like a chicken finger... You could make the argument that one doesn't have a hoof and one actually has a foot, but it's not the foot you're eating, so it still doesn't make any sense. I'm so mad they're not even listening to me right now. Jerks. They're staring at me while I whisper into the microphone. Because you're not giving me an answer either. I have no idea. Yeah, damn it, Ryan. Give him an answer. (laughs) Well, with that, unless anybody has any other theories or anything, I think we... I gave you two theories. No, 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 you did. You gave me a great theory. Uh, You you actually give... I'm sitting there saying spear finger. You actually have a legitimate, like, on math. You tell that to a cop, a cop might go, hold on, wait a minute. Right. His makes the most sense. I I mean, aliens is legitimate. Yeah, but Ryan's makes the most sense. But you had yeah, you just said aliens, and then that was it. You, I seriously, you, you should write for ancient aliens because that's what should we say happened with the pyramids? Well, aliens. Oh, that's a show. My hair has lifted at least two inches since the beginning of this recording. <laughs> but I can tell you right now that it's just weird to me that those three different people have all randomly disappeared there, all in that same area, the same weird way. Nobody really investigated these next two, like like you know, with national them, attention. No, no traces of. Disappeared, and one of them was around like forty classmates, gone. Strange. Really? Yeah, it's weird stuff. All right. Well, that was a that was a good show. I think we talked about some stuff. Didn't really, you know, it was good. Uh, sadly, Tanya's not here. Next week will just be Tanya and her show. Uh, and then the week after that, we're going to be talking about uh, some stuff. Some things. Which if she's not back, we'll have Ryan give his best Tanya impression. Hey, do it. Do a Tanya impression. That was great! You nailed it! Oh my god, that was so good! Yeah! Diat love. Diat love. That's what I was going to say, too. That's awesome. All right, so uh, anything we want to talk about? Thanks for the Cliff Bars, and uh, go to 10 Barrel. <coughs> Get some of the rich. They have really- Oh, by the way, they have a Sasquatch beer. Do they really? Yeah, they have a beer called Sasquatch. Oh, I, I, that's what I was getting. I didn't know they had one. You get drunk um, on the trail in the Sasquatch. I'm not sure they sell case. it. I don't think they sell it in the can. I think it's just in their locations where they have a Sasquatch. What's it taste like? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's got Sasquatch. hair in it. Sasquatch? Like, got Spit. hair in it? <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> 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 rain them out after a good rainstorm? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And with that, uh, have good, a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.